Hey, welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Man, I may sound a little different right now because, um, you know, I'm dealing with some challenges um, in my body, but um, God is good. God is faithful. And I believe by his stripes, I am healed. So having said that, let's get on with our lesson for today. We're going to be talking about the law of confession. The first Wednesday of this new year, I spoke to you about the law of lift, which is a physical law, but it's also a spiritual one. So today I'm going to be talking about another spiritual law that few of us are aware of, or maybe we have forgotten. And like I said, that is the law of confession. Years ago, Pastor Bill Winston wrote a book about the law of confession. He stated this law is a basic fundamental law that governs this universe and determines our destiny. The Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. In other words, your words have power. In Genesis chapter 1, it talks about, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. And So it was. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed and the fruit seed yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing, and the beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And God said, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. The whole first chapter of Genesis reads, and God said, then you read, and it was so. So the first point I want to make is, 
What God says happens. Isaiah 55, 11. God created Adam and Eve to operate the same way he operated as speaking spirits. They were to use their words to carry out God's plan for them to be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and take dominion over the earth. So how did the serpent tempt Eve? He challenged God's word. You know, the devil has never changed. He's still trying to cause believers to doubt God's word today. Matthew chapter 12, verse 57 reads, By thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words shalt thou be condemned. Bottom line, what we say matters. You know, one of my favorite scriptures is John chapter 6, verse 63. This scripture just changed my life. I tell you, when I got the revelation of this, my prayer life changed, my faith, everything just blossomed and grew because I understand it. And it reads the words that I speak unto you. They are spirit and they are life. The scripture also says that God watches over his word to perform it, not your tears, not your opinions, your thoughts, but his words. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 12. Now, let's define confession. A lot of people believe that confession has to do with committing a crime. Someone commits a crime and they confess to it. Another way people define confession is, you know, when they say, they need to go to the Catholic priest. They say, they say, I'm going to confession, which means I'm going to go confess the sins that I committed. So these are examples of um, negative confessions. Um, then, then, you know, Christian churches believe we must confess our sins to God. And, you know, there's a place for that because the Bible tells us that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And then there was John the Baptist who preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. So people had to confess their sins. Mark chapter one, verse four. With John the Baptist, it was, you know, this confession is the confession of sin. It was an acknowledgement that we are sinners in need of a savior. But there's a Greek word in the New Testament for confession, and it's homologio, H-O-M-O-L-O-G-E-O. It's a compound word, homo, which means the same, and logio, which means word. It means to say the same thing as another. It means to agree with, to profess, to declare openly. For Christian believers, it means to say the same thing that God says, to openly declare what God says in his word. That's what you and I must do. And it makes no difference what the circumstances are, the situation might look like in the natural. We have to look past the trouble, 
sometimes we got to look past our health issues, our finances, our relationships, even our own mind and say what God says. That should be our confession. The goal of this podcast is to influence Christian believers to lead successful or more successful Christian lives as we reflect on the love of God and the word of God. Join us every Wednesday and click that subscribe button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. While you at it, spread the news to your family and friends to check out this podcast. Until next time, all my kings and queens, be blessed.